Hey, what's up? This is Drew. Folks, we've got brand new Two Minutes Late Day merchandise available now. We've got a Poser Cops double-sided t-shirt and a Weird Elvira t-shirt. And that's just in time for Weird Elvira's first video sketch. That's going to be coming out real soon. We shot a real fun video with her at Psycho Vegas as well as 27 other videos. So head on over to HonorableSwords.com for links to our merchandise and uh, get ready for content because whoo, it is coming. <laughs> What's up, Diet Fagos? I don't like saying Fago. It makes me feel weird. It sounds about, like a slur. What about, how about Faganauts? Which is like an astronaut who drinks Fago. <laughs> I'm the Faganaut, bitch. What's up, Diet Faganauts? <laughs> I could do the intro pretending to be you. <laughs> yeah, you should do it. What's up, little fucking chicken bitches that are all wet? I'm, we're at the podcast of the minutes to like, like having, and now we are here, and oh, just, just use that, you can just use that. Keep going, why'd you stop? So today, we're talking about my feet. What's wrong with them? I don't know. Been to several doctors. There's your fucking intro. You're listening to Pod Minutes to Cast Night. We got Sam back. Hi, Sam. Hey, guys. I'm very hungover. <laughs> oh, no. Why? What'd you do? Yesterday was Sam's birthday party. Yeah, I had my birthday. Drew got me this shirt that has Goku on it. It says, Deep Fry My Pussy. Hey, must be the hey. money. <laughs> um, I got a hot dog cup. Yeah. Um, Drew also, he gave it to me in a uh, box of matzah. Of unsalted matzah. And then after after the bar, um, all of my straight friends had left at 11.30. And all of my gay friends stayed and were like, we're going out! Yeah. So we all went to a warehouse party, like a rave. And I was carrying a box of matzah, walking through boys' rooms <laughs> and smoke machines and, like, fuck rooms. And I had a box of matzah. You should have passed out the matzah and just, like, all the people who, who are on, like, the touching drugs, just people touching matzah aggressively. Would have been so, <laughs> I ha- oh, my God, it's so dry. I had to explain unleavened bread to, like, 20 basic people that asked me. <laughs> what is that, matzos? Why isn't it salted? So it's bread? Or is it crackers? I don't know why they're all Southern. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> What's going on? What's a yarmulker? <laughs> what's a keeper? What's a suck it? <laughs> what's, what's this drivel? <laughs> mean or raw? Uh, right. Semi-related, semi I've been doing this new bit. Whenever someone says chosen people, uh, I go, what, the X-Men? Um, <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. <laughs> they were chosen. They were chosen, yeah. yeah. I think a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. them were Jewish. Too. Yeah. So, <laughs> crawler. What did you What did you do instead of uh go to the rave, Drew? I was at the rave. Why would you think I wouldn't be at the rave? You didn't go, he to, didn't go to the rave. He didn't go to the yeah, rave. Yeah, he didn't go to the no rave. No one invited me to the rave or would have gone. Uh <laughs> you know what I you know what I did actually is really interesting is uh so we have a friend who just sold a TV show, uh, and they're mega rich and they have like a nine thousand dollar massage chair in their house, and holy shit. Uh, I just sat in this like 
robot chair. Uh, I felt like like the like the beep the beep bell guy from Breaking Bad. You know what I'm talking about? He's in the wheelchair. And he's yeah, like, oh yeah. Because like, you <laughs> can't you bell. can't move. The beep, beep bell guy. Beep, beep bell guy. Yeah. Yeah. Salamanca. Yeah. Emmy award winning side character. The beep bell. Beep guy. bell guy. <laughs> yeah. I have the Funko Pop yeah. of him. Um, but I just like I just sat in this chair and just like got the shit beat out of me by a robot chair and drooled and watched Venture Brothers. It was great. That's awesome. Well, I I took matzah to a rave. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Did the matzah have a good time? I forgot to ask. Uh, I, I, I also forgot to uh, ask. No, no, <laughs> because no there comment. was no matzah. It was just a shirt and a hot dog cup. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's really because I got I put I was like I have to hide this present in something. I can't just hand him it. I have to like. I thought it. you'd actually yeah. give me matzah, and I threw the box at you. I know. I literally had to be like, "Give me a slice," so that you would be smart enough to open the matzah and a realize slice. Slices. A slice of matzo. A slice of sir. You guys want to go out for a slice of zo? Do you guys want to get some matzos tonight? <laughs> We're going to Becca Glassman's. Wait, did you? Did your? Did your? Parents and or weird friends' parents ever make uh, matzo pizza? No. Is that a thing that no, I had? It fucking sucks, but it was a thing we did. <laughs> no, I'm really sorry. That sounds That's like something disgusting. parents would do to try to make... They would try to make Jew food cool, and Jew food sucks for the most part. Oh, it's really bad. Do hey, kids, eggs? come down. We made this bread pudding out of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids, uh, like we have this bread that's actually a cracker, and you can put either horseradish or apples on it. <laughs> and that's it. Hey, kids, you have uh, years of imprinted trauma on your DNA. <laughs> Inherited. Ancient imprinted trauma from years of suffering, and we're never going to stop talking about it. Never. Sammy, why don't you invite your friends over for Kishka and then explain to them what Kishka is? <laughs> yeah, invite your friends over. We're going to light these candles to remind ourselves that we have candles, and one time we didn't. That's literally what matzah is. It's literally us torturing ourselves because we're going... Oh, well, the Jews in Egypt didn't have time for the bread to rise, so they had to eat this garbage. Right. So now we eat this garbage so that we can feel like garbage, like how they felt like garbage. Because we want to continue a long line of garbage people that will keep having more imprinted trauma and making more garbage children. And we put them all on fuck bands in Israel and feed them Zionist propaganda so that they'll be pro-Israeli and anti-Palestinian. And if you ever say anything <laughs> bad about it, all American Jews will take a shit in your mouth and eyes and ears and nose, and no one's ever going to fuck you. All right, the and Joker. Save your manifesto for Facebook, dude. Uh, one and more scene. thing to add to that. Also, the haircut is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it looks bad. But that the is the Joker. That's not the Joker. Anytime that you say more than three sentences in a row, I think you turn into the Joker. That doesn't make any sense. He doesn't do that. He barely talks in that film. It's He's true. Got like, are we talking about Jared Leto? Because I didn't see that one. Jared I don't Leto? We're, we're talking about uh, Jared from Subway. The real Joker. Oh, the real Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy's yeah. my, that guy's my hero. <laughs> I love What's when, been going on? I love when Mark Hamill played Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing Everybody's that. got a plan until you fuck a kid. <laughs> I'm an agent. Oh god, we gotta delete this whole episode. Oh, the pad, the big pants I held up in the commercials are worth <laughs> about two hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. You yeah, I know how I got these children. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. okay nice. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you uh What did you listen to this week that you liked before we get into the shit that we listened to? Should we explain it all? What's happening? Or is everything no? Who cares? At home, you know. No, we, it's literally been out. ten minutes. Nothing we can do. <laughs> and it's gonna say it in the title. Uh, I said pod minutes at the beginning. We're fine. That's true. But we didn't do that fun thing where we say oh, our wait, names no. and then, then like a very small bit that we We did. Well, a week. Well, did let's we? just do it now then. Yeah, let's do it now. We can do it in the middle. There's no rules. You know you made this up. I know. I just like consistency is good. Kiss for... me. Kiss me now. If I can Wait, see Drew, you, you wanted consistency and you were like, let's do a Sam podcast. <laughs> 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 that'll, be, yeah, that'll bring order. I just I have a good hi. My name is Drew that I wanted to do. All right, so, all right, do Sam, do yours. Yeah, plug yourself. No, you guys go first. Okay, you okay. go. Hey, what's up? This is Drew Kaufman, and uh, I bought uh, the the cucumber flavored uh, Perrier water, and it just tastes like I'm drinking a salad soda. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I've been working on that one all week. That's great. Yeah. Hi, my name's Sam Nolman, and I have a cactus named Jennifer. Um. <laughs> I think she's dead. Jordan? Thank you, Sam. Um, I'm Jordan Olds, and I just realized that all of my weekend t-shirts are all the shirts I can't wear to work because they say ass and pussy on them. <laughs> oh, no. Same. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're going to wear it to work anyway. Oh, like wait. Fry my po- oh, absolutely. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. We're both wearing our uh, pussy shirts. I've never been fired for bad conduct, which is probably why I'm like this. Yeah, I yeah, don't been... really fire people for bad conduct at the salami sandwich factory. <laughs> How did you find me? You added me on LinkedIn. Salami <laughs> <laughs> um, sandwich factory. Dr. Meats takes very good care of his employees. <laughs> He's not a real doctor, but we let him but do it anyway. <laughs> he's honorary. He got it online. I he was a, he's a doctorate in music. <laughs> yeah. Every, there's this one thing we know. It's that doctors for music do great stuff and don't With hurt salami. anyone ever. <laughs> um, what did you listen to this week that you liked? Um, I listened to the, uh, the new... Uh, uh, What's that dude who looks like Shia LaBeouf but made of hot garbage? What's his name? Harmony Corinne. No. <laughs> kind of, yeah, a little bit. Adrian uh, Brody? Oh, Post no, Malone. No, I listened I listen, oh, listen to that Post Malone song with Ozzy Osbourne because every fucking person ever in my life sent me it, and it's really fun. I liked it. <laughs> I really liked it, too. It's fun. What it's called. I haven't seen it. Uh, well, the internet got uh, all the metal people are mad. They're like, "How do these young children not know Ozzy Osbourne or whatever?" I'm like, "How the fuck would they?" Since yeah. For like 18 years, Ozzy Osbourne has been just like checking in every now and then and going like, "I'm not dead." That's it. That's what he's done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people have gone their whole lives not knowing what this person is. That's like. If uh, my parents were mad, they're like, no one knows who Alan Alda is. <laughs> Which is funny because Alan Alda is also on the Post Malone album. And I thought his track was really good. It also, was really good. everyone knows who Alan Alda is. Yeah, sexiest man in America since 1955, Alan yeah. Alda. Alan Alda and Alan Arkin have been fucking. Have you seen years. his sex tape, their sex tape? <laughs> Alan, Alan Alda and Alan A Night of Two Allens. A Night of Two Allens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One night in both Allens. Ugh. They really mash it up. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay. Yeah, um, they really robot in Frank. What? That's Frank Langella. <laughs> is that Frank? Oh, is that Alan Arkin? No, Alan in that. You what movie's piece Alan? Of shit. What movie's Alan Arkin? He's uh, he's shit. in uh, he's in Little Piss Sunshine. Little Piss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get anybody over the age of fifty, I get confused with Frank Langella. Yeah, they're all Beach Boys, right? That's how they met. Yeah, they're all yeah the Beach Boys: Alan Alda, Alan Arkin, Ozzy Osbourne, and Rain Wilson. <laughs> I genuinely forgot about that. <laughs> Sam, oh, did you listen to anything? Uh, yeah, I, I found this uh, young kind of folksy singer named Alex G. Wait, and then in parentheses, is it says Sandy. It's the stupidest name I've ever heard. Sandy Alex G. But I really like him. He's like a little semi-sad boy. I like sad boy music. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, how sad is this? That's sad enough for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if it's got uh, a tint of sad, I'm down. Right. And then I ha- heard, uh, what else? I don't know. <laughs> I heard a bird. I heard a bird outside. <laughs> I was going to talk about Post Malone also, but I don't. Um, I like that song. Um, it was oh. fine. Good for him. Oh. And sorry. I've been listening to a lot of The Breeders lately. I love them very much. I've never best. listened to The Breeders. Oh, man. Kim Deal is the fucking best. Yeah. I love Breeders them. are good. They're the reason the Pixies were great. Yeah. The Breeders are better than the Pixies. Yeah, I love them. I've listened to neither band. I know the one Pixies song. From Fight Club. Yeah, I know the Fight Club song, and then I know the one. Oh, everybody was Fight Club fighting? That's yeah. S Club 7. <laughs> <laughs> Club 7. By the way, at some point S- at the rave last night, I was screaming, it's S Club 7! No one liked it. No one liked it's it. It's S Club Gay Fight Club. don't have humor anymore. <laughs> it's over. Gay people stopped liking things. Yeah. They like you. Don't kiss my mic. Oh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Anytime S- there's a silence, I'm going to kiss. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a kiss. Um, Drew, I listened to... Uh, a little bit of Gojira. Yeah, week. I don't know why you don't like Gojira. Like it's fine. It's not the. It's not great. Why do you? Is that hate an anime? It? Could be. It's, it's French. Oh, nice. There's just like a French metal band. They just. I don't know. They don't. They sound like something that you would like. So I'm just curious. They just. What, they sound like they like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory too much. Like you know, like those grown adults that like talk about it and reference Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory still. No. I think that's I think that's probably the fans. I think this is a in my head I'm like I think that cuz I've seen people that wear the hoodies of them and I don't yeah. and I agree that they look like they like still watch Johnny Depp movies. No. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry to interrupt that. That's fine. Actually Drew did show me a band that was really good which is the Flower Traveling Band. Oh we? yeah, yeah, we we plugged them on the last podcast but oh, if you yes. haven't heard them yet. Flower Traveling Band. Yeah, you played them for me. They're like an old Japanese kind of like proto doom metal band. They're fun. The thing about Gojira that I I, I just like, their music just sounds too like puppety for me. Like it sounds like they really want puppet music videos and not in like the fun way. I don't know. I feel like you haven't listened to Gojira because every reference you make to them, I don't understand what you mean. I've listened to Gojira, but I should mention that the reason why I don't like them is because I I edited their tour promos and um, (laughs) I had to listen to the same song over and over and over and over again on loop for like a month. But isn't it sad that, don't you find that, Someone you might have found funny or, or a band you might have liked, you 
I'll find I won't if I've met them once. Just for the sheer fact that I know them and now they're successful and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sad and bitter and like don't want anyone I know to have success. Not with musicians. Like I feel like every time I meet musicians, I actually like them more because they're always turned on, seem to be really good people. But the more I meet like actors and yeah. comedians, comedians, yeah, it's more, I think it's more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Drew, sure. So what Drew is saying is he likes to be a little kiss ass boy when he meets. Musicians. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to take a musician's dick and put it right in his mouth. Hi. Num 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 num. Hi, I'm give me your milk. Subway, and I love a little kiss ass boy. Uh, I'm no, I'm just, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, no, let's talk not. about. No, let's uh. Let's talk about insane clown posse, you fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, dude. All right, can I start? Sure. Let me. Begin yeah. First. All right. Let me go on record <laughs> in saying that I think juggalos are the funniest thing that has ever happened in the world. And I don't think there's a person that admires it more than me as an outsider. Sure. I You're like the Jane Goodall of Juggalos. Of Juggalos. I'm figuring out how, how to communicate with them. <laughs> I No, I. there is nothing more amusing to me or funny than a league of white rap clowns. <laughs> that is yeah. the funniest. It's a movement. It's the funniest movement. I've ever heard of in my entire life, and I've been really intrigued by Insane Clown Posse. I've never listened to a full album all the way through. Yeah. We listened to The Great Malenko. Yes. Um, which apparently he named, Violent J named it that because he thought Malenko sounded carnival <laughs> Yeah. And he just made up this because I, oh, I have some notes. Oh, Sam's got notes. I, I've, all, I've got notes. So I should mention, so the reason that, we chose the great Malenko. I knew that we knew that we wanted to do insane clown posse. Yeah. So well, I, why? Cause like, here's the thing. You guys have a history with insane clown posse. Cause I've, I, I've always, they've always been in my periphery. Like I, um, I grew up, I grew up in like Colorado. So there were juggalos in my high school. Yeah. Same here. I'm from state New York and we had juggalos. Well, I did. I was from New Jersey. I never saw a juggalo. Um, also, I, I was listening to this album. I thought they were from Florida. I was dead certain, but it was Detroit, and that makes sense, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, fl it's Florida with no water. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have, those, they have those great lakes. That's the thing. It's right. dry Florida. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What? Detroit, There's no Detroit. water in Flint! Flint still doesn't have water! Oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. but I, I, you know, I didn't encounter Juggalos, and I didn't really know what the whole thing was, and I didn't know it was based on one band, like this many people, like acting this stupid, yeah, because of one band. And I'll, oh, and our history with it, I remember was you showed me Insane Clown Posse for the first time. I did, yeah. We were li living in Brooklyn, and I really lost my mind over it. I thought it was the most amazing. I couldn't believe there were rap clowns. I thought it was so funny. And then, Jordan, you wouldn't stop going like, no, you're sincere. You really like this, don't you? And I was like, no, I don't. And you were like, you do. I think you really like it. And then, to this day, I don't know if it's ironic or not. I don't know if I genuinely like it. I might. I might genuinely like this garbage. You should get a job advice. <laughs> I remember the moment you guys like got back from a road trip and came into the apartment 
uh, and Drew went, I've done a horrible thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I decided to show Sam Insane Clown Posse and he can't stop it. He won't stop it. And then you came in the room. Then you came in after Drew and you were blasting it on your phone and rolling around on the couch. And I and here's the thing. I when I was in high school, like I, I remember um, thinking that uh, like juggalos were little assholes. Like they would try to fight me and my stupid punk kids. Like a, a juggalo tried to hit me with a skateboard, and I remember <laughs> I caught it and then kicked him in the balls, and then we both had to. Yeah, go. I remember the we, level of Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I did like it, it. Like I was like, oh, they're like the devil, and then like I saw like on Halloween one night, just this, there was a family of juggalos, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> a, a, like a husband a and a wife, a brood, a, brood. a husband and a wife. <laughs> and then they had little babies. They I had, believe it's called a giggle, a giggle of juggalo. A giggalo, a giggalo, a juggalo. <laughs> Look up ahead, a giggalo. <laughs> a giggalo, a juggalo. But their kids were also it, like little, like five-year-olds with the face paint and they had knives like real knives and the the kids were like sword fighting with butcher knives on the street and i was like this nothing good can come from this band so i never heard them ever can full of fango car full of fat chicks <laughs> fuck you best lyrics um, ever written ever recorded <laughs> I, I let me go on record. <laughs> please, please stop. Please stop. I uh, um yeah. I all right. So this is exactly how I expected the podcast to go. <laughs> Dude, I just well here. Okay, yeah. Let's go over the tenets of uh like the juggalo culture and of the ICP that this album definitely utilizes from start to finish. Also, I didn't realize this was their fourth album. Yeah. This is 1997. So the the reason why I picked this album, which I think is important to mention, is that, so, uh, I asked a friend of ours, who I'm not going to name them, uh, who is a, a, uh, I would say a a dirtbag, um, but, like, in the most, like, lovable, enjoyable way. Oh, Yeah, I'll censor that. I knew it was Yeah, I'll censor that, too. I knew it was Yeah. So our friend, uh, who... His name is now censored. He, he he won't care. He is because I'm about to say something that he might care about. Oh, okay, Because I think this is the funniest thing in the world. The, the person that I asked for advice just got a, uh, a six-figure salary and works for a major, um, 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 a major uh, motion picture company. Yeah. Yeah, so I so I asked our six-figure salary friend what, um, what album we should listen to. <clears throat> and basically, the three options were the first album... I think if we listened to the first album, we would have fucking hated it because it's just like they're just doing bullshit. They're super white trash. And like Kid Rock is on the album before he ever even like broke. It just checks out. Just a young Kid Rock. Um, and then the album after this is called like the Jekyll Brothers. And it's supposed to be like a little more refined. And I've heard it's kind of just like fucked up Beastie Boys. But this album, according to like. The, the three reviewers who uh, didn't immediately commit uh, seppuku after listening to this, uh, they were <laughs> like, wow, this is the album where the Insane Clown Posse found their voice. Well, so, like, this is the album where, and this is the album where I actually have heard songs right. from it. 
Like I these these this was like I think the most popular album. Yeah, which is really interesting because the history of this album is so they were they were on like a smaller hip hop label. They got signed to Hollywood Records, which was owned by Disney, which had the same problem with Danzig. Right. This album this album was out for about sixteen hours before Disney got pressure from uh, the Southern Baptist Church <clears throat> and pulled this album. They they literally they deleted the album. They pulled it out of stores. They couldn't sell it. Uh, all the music videos were taken <coughs> off the TV, everything. It was just like nothing could be done until a little while later they got signed to a different label. So this was kind of like, it made the hype even bigger. It gives them like indie cred while also they hit the Billboard charts hard and sold like 2 million copies of it. Yeah. So they got to have success and um, and clout even though they're rap clowns. Yeah, they can't stress um, enough that they are rap clowns. But in case that's, you know. okay, right. so... The so they're, wait, hold on, let me get yeah. this straight. Okay, so they're they're clowns that rap. <laughs> but they're also wrestlers. I think that also has to be... They're, and they wear corpse paint. But, like, I... That's not, that's just clown paint. Sure. And I, <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening. But it's kind of like... <laughs> I want to dissect this, because I want yeah, yeah, to figure out... This is, this is what I had with dancing, too. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out if they're serious. They're so serious. I need to know if it's a joke because I think this is a little more complicated. Honestly. I think, yeah, I agree. Well, because here's when I listen to this album, um, I now think that they know exactly what they're doing. I yes, think, yes. I think it's it is one hundred percent an act. They're I number first thing surprised at a ton of these lyrics. I'm surprised that like most of these songs are about like beating beating up abusers and rapists. Yeah. But all, I mean it's also about putting your balls inside your own asshole and screaming <laughs> at someone's mom. So what but, that yeah, like what I was gonna say is like so these are the first off there's the tenets of all like every song has the dark like, carnival. specific things. So it's references to the dark carnival, which yeah. I guess is like the rapture, essentially, but for not, clowns. it's not. It's just um, where they work. Oh, this is there just was where a they line. hang out. No, yeah, this is no, like their diner. The dark, it's their the job. Dark carnival, the dark carnival. The dark carnival is kind of like the Torah of the of the Saint Clown. Because I was saying, like, who is the great Malenko? Like, is he the clown god that brings about the dark carnival? Or no, the dark carnival is just like the break room that they all hang. No, so the dark, so the dark carnival. If you read the same Wikipedia article that I did, it's basically. The Dark Carnival is like their beliefs of like the afterlife when you die, and there are these really yeah, and so they're it's it's not like it's not like Scientology with like this is a religion. It's just like it's a very thinly That's the veiled idea, allegory, like the fantasy idea. Yeah, and then so basically the way that the album, like the whole reason that Saint Clown Posse happened, um, is that they were they were rapping under the name like Inner City Posse, mm-hmm. and then uh, they decided to change it up when. Uh, uh, Violent J's brother quit. Violent J went to a circus and got really inspired. No, even crazier than that. Violent J had a... He was wrestling at the time. So basically, they were they were in gangs and stuff, and they were doing crime, and then Violent J went to jail, hence the violent name. Uh, came back and was like, I'm Before done. That, he was really nice <laughs> J. Yeah. He was, he was wholesome J. <laughs> um, Law-abiding J. But he... So he went to he went to jail, and then he came back and he was like, oh, fuck this, I gotta focus on what I really want to do in my life. Not crime, but wrestle. So he does wrestling for a while, and it doesn't go as well as he hoped it was. So he's like, fuck it, I gotta find the real thing to do, which is rapping. And so they ended up, like, kind of pulling themselves out of crime 
by rapping. And the the way that they came up with Insane Clown Posse was he had a dream that he was uh, being chased by a clown. And that dream, literally, like, Insane Clown Posse came to this guy in a dream. And that's why they wear the face paint. And that's why they have this mythology. And, like, the great Malenko is, like, this clown that lives inside of all of you <clears throat> that can make you do bad things and wants you to do bad things so you go to hell. I'm going to go drink bleach. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's 100% li- like, uh, that's just like, um, that, that is what you write on the box of the action figures that they probably have. Yeah. It's like, it came to me in a dream. No, they just, no, you're they, fucking they were a wrestler. You dumb and then you're a wrestler and you're in jail and now you're funny. a millionaire. No, I, I don't think, here's the thing. I don't think this is dumb because this clearly fucking worked. I know it's weird. It's so specific that it created an entire movement. But so like, I but I just wanted to go. Okay, so the tenets are Dark Carnival, Fago, and Fago is because it's just a very cheap soda that can spray. And yeah. So that it's just like they, it's just like for effect, I think, because they get to like. But spray did they invent Fago? They didn't invent Fago. Like no, it's because they're 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 from a, a poor community very, very poor, in, yeah. in Detroit, and so Fago is like a dollar store mm-hmm. soda. That's like if they like they could have just as easily like their thing could have been like Diet Dr. Thunder, like the cheap dollar store or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to spray Dr. some Dr. Brown's in your face. <laughs> no, nah, man. Dr. Brown's it's expensive. Celeratonic. That's, that's rich people Jew- soda. Jewish juggalos. Yeah, yeah Jewish juggalos. Um, juggalos. Oh, side note, one Halloween I was a juggaloyer. Yeah. It was a good costume. I do remember that. I was that. really happy about that. Yeah. That was a very funny With Fago, costume. Fago, and Associates. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, Fago, the dark carnival, and then the big one, for, and there's fat chicks is a thing. Yeah. Uh, gang bangers, incest, but the big one, and I tried to count as many as I could. I didn't get nearly like enough, not nearly all of them is how many times they talk about their nuts. <laughs> they talk about nut sacks and balls so much that the whole time I just pictured the two of them with nut sacks and no dick because they never make reference to their dicks, only their balls. No, they come inside their pants. They have yes. they have nuts. They don't. My, my they favorite don't note: dicks. they don't say ass. They say butt. They say butt. They say butt and butthole. Can I? Which is so, so funny. I wrote down the, all the lyrics that I could catch that have nuts, which is uh, "I'll make a voodoo doll of you and flick you nuts." Um, back to reality: your son's on crack and your daughter's got nut stains on her back. Um, we got. Uh, Oh, in What is a Juggalo, which is essentially like the Juggalo 101 song. Right. Like, it, I loved it. <laughs> it's so I funny. loved that song. He goes, song. Uh, uh, um, makes a weave with his nut hair, dips his nuts in your soup. Um, he ain't a phony, bust a nut in your macaroni. Um, then another song has stretch your nuts back and smack them on your butthole. Uh, women call him stretch nuts. Uh, and Did you say dick? He does say dick once because mm-hmm. I, I remember that he says tie a string to your dick and jump out a 10-story window. And I was trying to figure uh, out. Oh, what you're, the, right. you're right. What the implication of that was? Right. So, oh yeah. So, I so I'm shocked at um, at how like honestly <clears throat> positive a lot of these songs are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't get that. They, I, I, it's more positive than I thought it was going to be. I thought there isn't. This isn't nihilistic to me. This music is not. I. It feels weirdly it, it feels like uh it's it's anti like all of the 
the re- the gross behavior that no one can control in a poor community. But it's pretty misogynistic. I mean, it's very it's very misogynistic. Well, yeah. Um, but but yeah. that, that being said, but that's just, I, it's hip hop in the nineties. I do what agree do that it was like I thought that this album was incredibly fun, like very fun and weird. And this is like I thought it was really fun to listen to. I agree. I th- I laughed so hard many times some of these the lyrics uh like are gen the the parts that are supposed to be funny on these songs are genuinely really funny oh yeah like oh in hocus pocus there's uh there's a line that's like uh you call me like a a, something like a fucking piece of shit blah blah blah, and i'll call you by your name (laughs) that's that's just a genuinely good joke yeah yeah good joke (laughs) <laughs> the haha's fuck you things is so funny so funny but that's um but that back, i loved okay sorry back, oh no go ahead back to the misogyny though no no i the miso- I was, well here's the thing even with misogyny i don't i think it's just it doesn't even feel like i mean yeah there's like like we have to do this it's 90s yeah no I, I agree with that well yeah. yeah but it's also towards I, I don't know. Like they're gonna fu- they're gonna fucking nut on everybody. Yeah. Like it's. I feel like the <laughs> they're gonna the abuse chicken heads at everybody. Yeah. Like they are. Uh. It. If you. I which. I. Because I was expecting much more misogyny based on like just yeah. what I thought this would be. Like I'm like it's gross white people from the '90s. It's gonna be awful. Yeah. It is technically horrorcore. So like. My perception of that was going to be like, you know, the really gross, like porno grind, like yeah. disgusting. And this is, this is just kind of like, you know, it's like, it's like an HBO movie. Like yeah, it's like, just, it's, it's gross. But it never goes like so far that you're like, Ew, cut you guys your finger cancel. off, cut your finger off and stick it up your butt, glue it shut. That's yeah. fun. Although no, I found so one funny. that was really horrific, which was your little sis for only 13. She got some big tits. Yeah, that's yeah. horrible. Oh <laughs> I mean, God, I didn't even hear that. I mean, Jesus. I think it should yeah, be clear that we're not defending. We're not defending insane clown posse. No, no, it's rednecks, gangbangers, and sister fucking. But what I think is interesting, what I think is really the, the most interesting <laughs> thing about it. First of all, like this is like this is extremely working class. Like this is they haven't they're not millionaires yet. This is the album I think that makes them millionaires because mm-hmm. they're they're still talking about like their normal problems of getting cut, caught in traffic and and all the other stuff. They haven't quite. Oh yeah, there's it. a whole song yeah. about getting caught. It's in great, traffic. and that's my favorite song on the album. <laughs> okay. But because this, this, this is 1997, so yeah. you know they're, they're they're this is also pre-Kid Rock breaking. Like I think they make a joke about Kid Rock um, getting too big to like work with them, but Kid Rock has not done like Bawa da Bar or any of his other shit. You know, this is this is like this is still just like they're big fish in a small pond. They're they they haven't really broken outside of Michigan. I'm assuming. I mean. I'm not a juggalo historian, but I did read their Wikipedia today while I was pooping. Right. Um, but what I, what I think is really interesting about this and what's so fascinating about um, ICP... I love how me, much you're using the words interesting and fascinating. Well, it is. No, it is. It, because <laughs> We're trying to take a clinical viewpoint of rap class. That's actually what I'm trying to do. I'm sorry. Sam, will you pass me my small <laughs> pair of glasses? <laughs> The tiniest ones. <laughs> the tiniest no, no. ones smaller, I own. Smaller. Smaller. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smaller. Get the tweezers. Uh, Ooh, it's Sam, just... <laughs> give me that frozen raindrop <laughs> to look through. The, the thing about it, though, that is fascinating and interesting to me about Juggalos is that it, it, 
it's this thing that kind of comes from nowhere and they build their own culture and they like, yes, they, they spray people with soda. So Fago is a thing and they wear clown face paint for some reason. And now they can avoid face detection cameras because of that. You know, they have their hatchet and they have this whole like culture. And it makes me think of like, there's that quote from like David, David, uh, David Mamet. Um, Mamet. Mamet. I say it wrong. Every Mamet. Time. There's this David Mamet quote. Where he's like, Do you know David Mamet? Yeah, and perhaps you heard of the greatest juggle of them all, David Glenn Gary Glenn Glen 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 Disney for the for the working class. They like built like I an don't, empire. Here's what I, I Well, here's the thing. I think that that's I think that that's bullshit. Like that's such a that that entire sentence is like a weird um like 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 you know, like it's this but for this. No, not really. I think it makes total sense why this is a thing. I felt it's just, that it's it was an entire movement of poor white people in search of a culture and desperately wanting to be intimidating. And they're basing it on the notion that clowns are scary. I think it's so funny. I think they're just maybe. Like, I think that's the thing I'm trying. I was trying to figure out the tone. Cause I was like, all right, they're basing it all on clowns. So clearly there's like a sense of humor here about it. They want to be right. They want to, but they also want to be intimidating. So they're going with like scary clowns. Um, I think I, what what I I agree with that. I think what it's become is that it's like it's scary. Like it, they're clowns that your mom thinks is scary. Yeah. But when you actually like listen to it, like it's just it's silly. fucking silly. Yeah. It's like how I think people are this passionate about it because people are so angry about it at the same time. Right. I think it's one well, of those things. The like FBI, it's like they were listed as a gang by the FBI. Yeah. Which is so I that. think. Yeah, I feel like this is just a joke that got skyrocketed, and they're just like, okay. But it's beyond skyrocketing. They have their own music festival that they do every year, and it's basically the Coachella of Detroit, you know? I know, but uh, but also fucking, uh, I don't know, Weird Al is touring with a symphony. Like, <laughs> this shit for, happens. For all the negative shit associated with them, I really like it. I think it's so funny. I think it's so fun. I think it's stupid and weird. I mostly I just think it's weird. It's really interesting. Like that's I I I I don't know. This is, I just think it's fucking funny. Yeah. Like I listen to what is a juggalo and it's so funny that it actually kind of answers the question a little yeah. bit. They're like, what is a juggalo? Let me think for a second. Oh, he gets butt naked and walks through the streets, winking at the freaks with a two liter stuck between his butt cheeks. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. Like I don't. And it's just like, silly. It's, it's like just you're a saying weird... we're silly and gross. Yeah, we're silly and, and gross, rude. and we want to freak you yeah. out. Yeah, we're rude. It was the '90s, so they're gonna say like, uh, like, uh, like a lot of horrible misogynistic stuff too. But it's like also for some other shit that we've had to listen to, not the most misogynistic. Yeah, uh, especially for the time, and. I don't know. It's fucking weird. And I would, if like I was like a weird, lonely kid who listened to it, I would think it's really funny. I mean, I, I don't know. Think, right? I'm afraid, genuinely afraid that if I had discovered them in high school, 
that there was a chance I would have fucking gotten real into it. I am really afraid yeah. that I would have been one of them. I mean, it's not any different than, like, I'm sure you had an M&M phase. Like, the only difference between this and M&M is, like, kiss face paint, you know? Yeah. Honestly. Well, yeah, the thing is... Well, yeah, because they're from, like, ten feet away from they're each other. Same, yeah. yeah. And, and oh, and uh, I watched a video of Shaggy 2 Dope uh, drop-kicking Fred Durst. Oh, that rules. Uh, while <laughs> Olympus Biscuit is doing a show, and <laughs> Shaggy 2 Dope runs on stage and drop-kicks Fred Durst. That's so yeah. funny. That fucking... I, I don't know. Here's the thing. You saying that you would have been... Uh, a juggalo i think that that's true but i also believe that because i think i think you would have been brave enough to actually have been a juggle i think it's brave to just be a juggalo especially in high school because i would have if i heard this i probably would have genuinely thought it was really funny and maybe have gotten into it but i would have been a coward and not actually i would have like listened to it and seen oh no i also would have been secret about it i was not i would not <laughs> have let anyone know anything i was i, don't I was i was gay <laughs> <laughs> i knew how to hide shit like you can i don't think you would have hit right. this though because the thing i would like, i don't I but yeah it. this i would not have admitted that no, i was no no because no, you, were... you okay but we're looking at it from the perspective of now which is like Everybody knows what a juggalo is because it's been made fun of on like Saturday Night Live and Workaholics and all these shows, and like it kind of got exposed as like this outer subculture. But there was a time, and this is like how I know juggalo stuff from high school, where it was like a lesser known subculture. It reminds me a lot of like before people started making, oh, we got to charge the battery on your laptop. Um, it reminds me of like before being emo became a joke. You know what I mean? Where it was like, where it was like, right. if you listen to emo music, you kill yourself. Like, the, the second that, like, your subculture gets known enough that there are stereotypes to it, it's done. And that's when people make fun yeah. of you. People do that. But there was, like, a time before that where for, you just wore tight green t-shirts and tight jeans. And you're like, look at that weird kid. They, they look like a fucking, uh, like, alien bird. dancing queen bird. Um, but I think like, right. I think like the more that we learn <laughs> again, I, I know that I'm like being analytical, but I like the anthropology of juggalos no, is so fine. funny to me. It's like, I think the more that we learn about juggalos and you find out about like juggalo dating websites and juggalo baby funerals and all this stuff, it's like, we're, we are observing a subculture from an outside perspective and, and trying to like understand it from the outside. Whereas on the inside, it's, it's just people who found a weird thing that they like and there are definitely like aspects of it that have uh, considered crime because the dudes who started it were criminals. Actually, you know stopped. what? I might have tried to have people think I was into it because I, w I was hiding the fact that I was really into Destiny's Child at the time. <laughs> and I was hiding the fact that I really loved, like, it was like Destiny's Child and Macy Gray and Blue Cantrell. It was a lot of, like, I just listened to a lot of black women. And then uh, I probably would have cool. just thrown ICP in there to throw people off the scent. Yeah. But then also would have been into ICP. Yeah. Right. But uh, well, I see. I assumed that uh, you would have been in. You would have let people know because uh, I you you let people know that you like liked wrestling. Yes, that's true. Well, and I guess I, what we're getting to the bottom of is: Do we think that juggalos are embarrassing? That's I guess what we're talking about. Do we think right, that yeah, these yeah, yeah. people should be embarrassed? The answer is no. No. Not no. now. But um, but also because I, we do this shit. We put ourselves in weird face paint. We go outside and we film things and we're rowdy and disgusting. So, like, I get it. 
Yeah, I don't. I well, that's the thing is like this seems like I don't think it's as much uh like I think it's grown into a culture, but I think it's one of those things where like uh it just got out of hand. Like how Jeremy is now very much just uh, his <laughs> Jeremy own Twitter is icon. Ironically, alt right is now just alt right. Is he? Yeah, not no, Jer- really, but he needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jeremy, he's, he's he's like Jeremy's on his honeymoon and tweeting like we have to lock up Clinton. It's like, are you joking? He point? is. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, if you're listening to this, but you're not, enjoy your honeymoon, man. <laughs> Get off Twitter. Yeah, no, but, but I'm saying like that's like I feel like there's Juggalo dating sites because literally the two guys were like, holy shit, what if there was a dating site? Wouldn't that be insane? I feel like it's just like a series of dares, like. What if we had our own festival and it happened? Like, I think this is a joke that turned into a real culture and it's hilarious. Yeah. I think, like, I don't now, think it's that's a what... joke as much as it, I think it's like Blink 182, where like they found a thing and they did it and then they kept doing it and now suddenly they're 48 and still doing it. You know what I mean? No. Well, because no, what was the last thing that they, the, the, the last big thing that musically was the thing is that song Miracles, which is 100% a no, joke. No, it's not. It's not. It's, not, it's not, a, not a joke. That's not a joke. They, they really. They said it's not a joke. And actually, I will say this. Like, well. I know they said it's not a joke, but I, I will say this. That. that I like, while I think they have a sense of humor, obviously, I do think that this, they started this as a way to uh, air out their aggression yeah. and to get. Like to because they clearly were actually like criminals and violent yeah. and stuff like that. And then they were like, "Let's get this out." And then there was a there's a lyric. I don't think it's on this album because I was watching some interviews with people and someone pointed out a lyric that was like, uh, "We're doing all the murdering and shit for you. It's gonna be all right." It was like essentially that's like the kind of lyric that was like, "Hey, get all your aggression out listening to our music, but don't actually hurt people." Yeah. Because they're not right. in favor of violence, actually. Even though, obviously, yeah, I mean, you have music to remember... is insanely graphically violent, you... specific. Yeah. Again, I saw I saw literally a Juggalo family with two babies with sword fighting with butcher knives <laughs> when I was a kid. I yeah. I and that's what I thought all of it was. I thought the music. Um, I was told that like yeah, I was like a mom. Um, like, uh, who was watched the news and just heard that like Marilyn Manson is like causing people to do, to do school shootings or whatever. That's how I thought about ICP just based on the small experience. But all of these lyrics are just like about like, uh, yeah, we're going to be crazy. Like, it seems like it's got, it's, it's good natured. Like, I don't know if it wasn't, if it wasn't a joke and self-aware i don't think that shit would be in the it, lyrics it, it, it is self-aware, i don't think but there it's would not be like any kaufman like where everybody's yeah. in on the joke it's it, it, uh you know i don't think i, think it, I don't, I don't I think, think that the crowd gets but it. tongue-in-cheek if that makes sense yeah i think it's like they they are really conjuring these images and it's from a feeling of like uh, uh, it's coming from a real place, but they're putting a humorous spin on it and realizing how ridiculous it is. Yes. That they have self-awareness about, but I think that it is genuine. And also that song, you no, know, that Miracles thing. Is 100% serious. I, and I know it's because it's so nuts and it seems insane. They're talking about the glory of magnets or whatever it is. No, they say fucking magnets. How do they work? There's a line in my favorite song on this album where he's just like, he basically says like history and math doesn't buy me a hamburger. I can't go into McDonald's and say that you can make granite into sandstone and trade it for food. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, actually, you could. You just get a job working as a mason. 
<laughs> right. Right. No, of course. But I don't I'm saying that I think I don't I'm not saying that the insane clan Passy actually knows how a magnet works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying that they know that it's funny that they're writing this song and that they're writing about stuff that they don't understand. I think that they know that. I think that song. Really I think you're wrong. I think that song was a hundred percent serious, and that was like Violent J. We've been making music for twenty years. You think Let's after, be honest. After the fact, they're going, "Yeah, we know it's funny, but really, like, yeah, man. it's like it's like the room where, like, you know, where Tommy Wiseau is like, it was a joke all along. No, I can't I, tell honestly. I don't. I I because it's too late. It's too late in the game. For them not to know. Well, they did. I mean, no, they, but what, they did add. It was them funny. adding Christianity to their music. Suddenly, they, it was them becoming Christian. No, well, no, that's yeah, what it was. yeah, yeah, but it was like they were becoming Christian. Like they're, they were just like be. No, no, they were though. No, I the the whole. They're not like they're not like suddenly becoming so. gospel or anything like that. No, the whole thing about the whole the whole thing about the Dark Carnival and the whole thing about all these albums is like this idea of judgment of. Bad things. If you do bad things, you get punished for them. And it's like it's a it's a it's a mildly like Christian tone to it. And they might be Christian, but they aren't suddenly becoming like like Jesus rockers. Like there's a there's a quote where, either, where Violent J I, is literally like, "Yeah, I believe in God, but I don't think Shaggy Two Dope has been to church in twelve years. Like we're not a Christian band. We just like we just raised our kids Christian." I think that, but the reason that I say that is because like your your perspective right now on like. Insane Clown Posse are doing this because they think it's funny. You're you're judging Insane Clown Posse post 2011 when they got really exposed into the mainstream. Because until the, that Saturday Night Live sketch where they made fun of the Gathering of the Juggalos, like the only people that knew new stuff about Juggalos were either Juggalos themselves and their adjacent families, or people who had been making like jokes about them. They were like a comics, comics kind of joke. And now that it's like broke, right? Here's no, a, I okay, so you, no, I hear I I I know. This is I'm an article from the Guardian. Um, it's British, it's, so you know uh, it's true. Thank you. Uh, Insane Clown Posse have this entire time secretly been evangelical Christians. They've only been pretending to be brutal and sadistic to trick their fans into believing in God. They released a song, Thy Unveiling, that spelled out the revelation beyond all doubt. Fuck it, we got to tell. All secrets will now be told. No more hidden messages. Truth is, we follow God. We've always been behind Him. The carnival is God. And may all juggalos find him. We're not sorry if we tricked you. That's then, exactly uh, what I just said, then, though. Yeah, and then the, yeah. News, the news shook the juggalo community to its core. While some fans claimed they had actually had an inkling, having deciphered some of the hidden messages in several songs, others said they felt deeply betrayed and outraged. They'd been innocently enjoying all those songs about chopping people up and shooting women, and it was Christian rock. I think that's how the whole thing is hyperbole, <laughs> though. And then Violent J said, yeah, you have to speak their language. You have to interest them, gain their trust, talk to them, and show you're one of them. You're a person from the street, and you speak of your experiences. Then at the end, you can tell them, God has helped me. All right. Yeah, but that's, but that's different than, like, they're not a Christian band. They just happen to be Christian. You know what I mean? No, I I, I, I don't know. I'm See, I... Where we're where we're at right now is another Lou Reed <laughs> Where this is what it is for me. It's I have my interpretation of the band, and just like at this point, like I don't know. I feel that because because I still think that Lulu was Lou Reed tricking Metallica into making a terrible album. I now think that like 
that the insane clown posse is a is just a crazy long con nathan beautiful for you, jordan joke. so sweet he has to believe in the best in people he can't accept that people that's are, not that he's not believing the best he's believing, no he's this is what are you talking about this is the, he's believing they're like evil uh, yeah I, this is the most <laughs> evil thing that they could do but the possibly truth is, do. i really think they're genuine <laughs> i think they're I genuine, think genuine. And, but they're also funny i think that's what it is and then i mean because miracles, it seems so insane. Like, oh, here's okay. This here's some lyrics from Miracles. It's that hot lava, snow, rain, and fog, long neck giraffes, and pet cats and dogs. Fucking rainbows after it rains. There's enough miracles here to blow your brains. Fucking magnets. How do they work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. I don't want to talk to a scientist. No, that's straight up. That's that's like it's not Christian rock. It's weird Christian clown rap. Yeah, but it is Christian. That is yeah. Christian. That is very inherently Christian. Honestly, it's high school education. It's just two dudes with a high school education and a lot of money and 17 albums. <laughs> That's really what it is. They seem melancholy and preoccupied with the negative critical response to miracles. Oh. But again, I think part of that is that you're talking about now that they've broken into the mainstream, where now people who are not a part of that culture are invested in them partially because they're waiting for the next joke. They think that Insane Clown Posse is a joke. Whereas, you know, the people who like, I, I, there's just some, there's, there, there is just like something super weird about all of this, everything, which is that like, it's just, it's just strange to be like in a nice apartment in Los Angeles discussing like the deeper meanings of, uh, of white trash clown rap. Wait, of literal literal gangsters really quick stop being gangsters but that being said really quick this made me laugh a lot yes <laughs> um this is a quote uh have you ever stood next to an elephant my friend asked uh, this is violent jay a fucking elephant is a miracle if people can't see a fucking miracle in a fucking elephant then life must suck for them because an elephant is a fucking miracle so is a giraffe he's i kind of agree he's right i think he's right i think he's, he's right. right i think he's right <laughs> True. he's right um, so here's, I, all right. Uh, when you brought this up to me earlier, Drew, I'm just going to give it a, sh give this a shot of us talking about it. Like, uh, I see the love for this band and the hate for this band is very similar to probably the most controversial band to be discussed on this podcast tool. Yeah, totally. I actually, that was the reason why I wanted to do this album because I thought if we did the first album, people would do the same thing with tool. Where they're like, oh, you listen to the wrong one. I thought you were going to say Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> no one gave a shit about no. Greta Van Fleet yeah. when we talked about it. They were like, yeah. whatever. Yes. Spoiler alert. Greta Van Fleet sucks. I was trying to play the devil's advocate. I know. I was going to say, I would listen work. to that. And I was like, you guys are just, just, just going against the, the asshole Pitchfork reviewer. But really, he was right, unfortunately. Yeah, of course he was. But we needed to play we devil's advocate. We wanted to make an interesting episode. You can't just be like, this sucks. Uh, I'm, sure I mean, can. I can. I do all the time. I mean, time. it sucks. Sure it did it. It it definitely sucked. I still don't think it was like 1.0 suck, but it sucked. Yeah. Whatever. I, I still think that that band, they get one album after <laughs> this. If the album they make after this one isn't good, then I was wrong I and they suck. I, you're, I, I think I'm going to, I think someone's going to fucking uh, mail me a horse head for this, but. I think that Tool and Insane Clown Posse are 
the two sides of the same coin. I think I think Tool yeah. is if you took Insane Clown Posse and you replaced uh, Fago and a sense of humor with uh, Odd Time and a dude with a bad haircut. They're the same thing. I. It's a guy I've in never a wig. Heard Tool. Um, should I listen to them? No. It would be funny yeah, if you no. started listening to Tool and got really into What's Tool. their deal? Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, I I, I think, yeah, like pretty much what... President Bush? George W. It's George... They're like yeah. George W. Bush. So um, a patriot? But only the first... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Insane Clown Posse is the pretzel that George, <laughs> George Bush... <laughs> <laughs> um uh but no i think so this band is a pretzel that the president that, choked on absolutely i think i remember uh i it, it, like with tool tool is a is a like uh they're they're like uh, people yell at me for calling them a new metal band i don't know what else to call them they are that they're but they want they take um like everything is really uh like snarky like i don't know the, there there is the the word like mentally superior always kind of comes up when people talk about them because of the way that their yeah. music is it also feels very mean spirited but the the thing is is that uh it's just the way people hate that band tool and love that band is unbelievable you're not allowed to have like a middle i've never seen anything like the way that Speaking people of that are there people that really hate the insane clown posse like actually really hate them like yeah it seems i don't know i still think it insane seems clown... so silly that it that it wouldn't be a thing people would hate i think them. that the three of us are probably... i think it's become i think it's become something that feel i feel like there's people that 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 see it as like as like going yeah, to the exactly. zoo right, right. You know what I mean? It's kind of Which is well, it's kind of what we're bad. Doing. Yeah, a little bit. I do feel a little strange about this, but I only feel strange about it because it's very similar to. Like, I have no remorse. Yeah, no. I have um, no remorse about this, and I will anything. look at them like. You've I'm done sorry, more. They, they're rap than clowns. This. I'm going to look at them like they're fucking well, animals. I don't give a shit. This is funny. Well, there's how <laughs> dare you? Don't ever turn this into a big piece. That's funny. I'm not gonna feel bad about this. I think. I think. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> talk about talk to fascinating, right. and interesting. fascinating and interesting over here well i mean i'm not fucking i'm not fucking I'm, I'm not fucking the village voice sending a photographer every year to be like hey take pictures of white trash folks in michigan and send them back to new york you would do it you would absolutely go to we i would love to go with you to the gathering of the i would do it take but pictures I but we would also join in yeah i we would wear face it. paint we would have fun we try two minutes tried to go no i don't remember that when were we when did we try to do that yeah, we tried. I, I, we were. I don't know. It was like right. Oh when yeah, we that first was the year that Tequila, we, tequila we got literal shit thrown at her at the gathering of the Juggalos, and Tom Green had to try to like calm the audience down because they were gonna kill her. <gasps> That's a real thing. That was the up. best. Sentence. That's so. Isn't funny. that the weirdest sentence in the world? Wow. Um, Tom, no, but the thing, okay. Sentence. But the thing that I about the thing about Juggalos is that I don't think. I think people might hate. Insane Clown Posse having never listened to them because most people who are not into rap clowns have ever listened to Insane Clown Posse even as a joke 
most people have not taken the time to sit down yeah. and listen to Insane Clown Posse. So anyone so, that you're saying anyone that hates them has ever listened to them. Yes, but I, I could argue that they are probably right, and if they listen to because the big thing, like the big thing that people said to me was like, "How do you know that you hate Tool if you've never listened to them?" And I was like, "Because I know what I like, and I'm not going to like that." And sure enough, I listened to them, and people were like, right. "Oh, you went into it without an open mind," and that's not what happened. I just listened to something I didn't like. Granted, I like funny things, which is why I like Insane Clown Posse but this way. Wait, do you feel that way all the time, though? Because I, I feel like there are bands that I have avoided for years, and then it turned out I really liked. Like, I avoided Arcade Fire for years, because they sounded like some bullshit hipstery indie thing, and then I listened to them, and they are that, but I love that. Truly, the only two That's bands... That's what I'm into, so I was like, why am I upset about this? The only two bands I ever ignored were, were Tool and Korn, and... <laughs> I started listening to Korn because of this podcast, and every once in a while I'll throw on a song or two, but my, my opinion on Korn was right, which is like, I don't think I'm going to like this. The bass tone sounds like someone farting in a car. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess there are ones you know you're yeah, going to hate. I, but I are, wouldn't like Korn either. Those are probably well, you, the Drew, I, I, I feel, Drew, I feel like that's a very... It, uh, a thing with you specifically is I feel like you you more than anyone I, I, I know, I feel like, if you say that you don't like something and then you're going to go see it, you yeah, usually don't yeah. change your mind. You you are very much a person who's very you you set your you you see what something is, you see the culture around it without experiencing it and make your I agree. opinion on I it like for the to thing. Look at something completely separate. I mean, we haven't done this with this, but <laughs> at all. No, but I was gonna say look at something completely separate from its reception and just look at the actual product itself and like what is that and how do i feel about it just as me separate right. from how everyone else feels about it separate from critical acclaim or anything um that being said this has such a funny weird thing around it and such a culture that it's kind of impossible to talk about it without talking about the juggalos and the gathering juggalos and all that stuff and like you have to because that's completely. what it's about and that's also what that's I think how when I listen because I listened to two of the Tool albums and I listen I listened to the first one the same one that you did and that one felt so weird to listen to just for, even from an outside perspective because it felt like I was like Lucy and I talked about it and we were like it felt like walking to a dinner with some friends uh, and then like some of their friends who you don't know and those two friends that we don't know get in a huge fight and we're like what's happening. <laughs> We don't even, so I've just felt very out of place and just, I felt that there was a lot of negativity, um, but it, uh, with their like, I don't know, I, I found, I found, I was able to find stuff that I was like, I get why people want to listen to this weird space shit. It's just like, I, I don't know, everybody has their favorite version of a laser show that they want to go see at a planetarium. I, I never I said that I, I don't get why people like it. I get, I, I, I just don't like it. That's the thing is that like I what are you I, talking about now tool we're oh. but we can stop in a second. I just want to say like the thing for me is that I generally if I'm not gonna have fun I don't like things and it's not yeah, fun. It's not and that's fun. the thing is that's that like the thing. there's no perspective that I could have gone into tool completely open ended where I would have had fun and that because that's the thing is I I I went in thinking I wasn't gonna like exactly yeah and every once in a while I want to listen to twist and I want to listen to like a couple of the songs. 
because it's fun. It is corn is fun. I don't right? I don't like it, but I but I yeah. but I'll have fun listening. If it came well, on the speakers, I'll say that I think Tool is completely joyless. I'll say this about this album about ICP it's is fun. that it is very fun, but also. I really, yes. I won't choose to listen to this, really. Like, if this is like a once a year thing. Every no. now and then, I'll, actually, I mean, every now and then I will. I do know the words to Hocus Pocus. Right, right. Because I love that song. I think it's so funny. But, um, yeah, it's only an every once in a while thing because it does feel like a novelty. Yeah, I can't, I, I'm not, like, I, but I, it was fun listening to this album because I'm like, I can completely get why people want to listen to this because it's a lot of fun. It is funny. Um, honestly, this is the most controversial thing I'm going to say. Probably. You don't think a woman uh, should be president? Even some... <laughs> right? Well, finally, I we don't all are think saying so. what we feel. Jesus, Jesus right. It's called the White House. She's going <laughs> to turn it red. I'm just <laughs> None of us mean these no, things. Um, all right, go. No. Sorry. I'm sorry I cut that off. Uh, we don't. Uh, no, 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 just even some of the, like, I don't know, even some of, like, the little, I was expecting to just be in a, in a nightmare hole listening to the actual music of it, and it wasn't as assaulting. We also forgot to mention that Slash is on this album. And Alice Cooper. Yeah. I can't, Alice Cooper doing the intro, I genuinely was like, this rules. <laughs> yeah. This fucking rules. Take me to the circus, Alice Cooper. Say- one other thing. I want to go. Also, Slash. Because Slash why did was they need Slash he was a fan of the band. Course. He wanted to do it, and he did it for a bottle of liquor. That was the payment yeah. he took. He was just like, I like Insane Clown Posse. I want to try Fago. I want to try Slash. <laughs> Put on a hat and a wig and just walk around. <laughs> oh, I thought, yeah. I, kiss I, I him. I took it as you wanted to kiss him. Oh, a sexual thing? No. no. I want to try him. Try him out. Yeah. He wants to kiss him on the lips because that's the only part yeah. of his face. You can <laughs> I'm gonna see. say one more thing about Slash is sixty percent lips. Yeah, and the rest of it is cigarette, hat. cigarette, <laughs> cigarette hat. Here comes cigarette hat. Um, the, the 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 I would want to say one more thing about Tool versus Insane Clown Posse though, because I think the difference between Tool and Insane Clown Posse, and the reason why I really like Insane Clown Posse so much more than Tool. Because the rap they're clowns. rap clowns. Because because Insane Clown Posse is inclusive. Insane Clown Posse welcomes people in. They have a, Fuck you. They have a culture of acceptance. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to punch you in the dick. They have a culture of acceptance. Can full of Fago, car full of fat chicks. Yeah, they let the fat chicks in the car. I don't think Tool would let the fat chicks in the car. There's no Tool Festival. There's no, like, they're... they're Tool was too good to put their music on streaming services and have people enjoy their music. Stretch your nuts back and smack them on your butthole. <laughs> Tool is not inclusive and in, and in, and in Saint Posse is a family, and I respect that. Cut your finger off, stick it up your butt, glue it shut. You have any? You want to keep going? No. Why would I keep going? <laughs> I can. I can do it. It's solve funny. That. No that... one wants to hear this. This is for me. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, you invited me Sam on, on the same clown posse podcast. and didn't think I was gonna scream laugh. No, I did think you were talking about laugh. my. Nuts. I'm having I'm having a great time. I think I'll make a voodoo doll of you. And I think I'm nuts. having a good time too. I think my favorite uh, stuff was when uh, I forget which song it was, but literally. 
um, like Violent J says a line, and then the next verse is Shaggy going like, "What the fuck was that? Like, why did you say that?" And he's yeah, like, "I don't I know. Just that. do your part." I was like, "I genuinely think that's so funny. That's hilarious." I love it. Um, I don't. This fucking shit is hilarious. What are you gonna do? It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, we've listened to things that sound worse and are more harmful like i don't know i had a fucking good time listening to this record there's nothing i, can I had a good time it. but i, I had a good time it is was it if i wasn't a juggalo uh and i listened to this alone i would be ashamed i do have to say no i would never be able to do that other t- but here's the just this one time going yeah, through it agreed. it was harmless harmless I would never. I will never listen to this uh, again unless I'm in the car. With and then we'll drive off a cliff. We drive off just happen. Three little piggies to make a three little. Yeah, piggies we're gonna tie our piggy pie. There's nothing like the sound when you hear a piggy die. I might use a gun. No, I might use an axe. Yes. I hated that. The carnival I hated in that town. so Come much. Get your piggy Huh? I fucking hated that. That, that song was upsetting. upsetting. I don't like the. I hated the I hated the pig noise. I hated the whole thing. That that song. I think I hope that song will tie its dick around a thing. And <laughs> One of the of things window. about like '90s hip hop that I hate the most is is skits because you know that they're like trying to be fun, but then all of a sudden you just like oh, so that's what it sounds like when when Biggie Smalls coughs into a microphone for thirty seconds. Oh, but, I liked the skits. I thought that was what made it really well-rounded and funny and made yeah. them seem self-aware and like because clearly they were just trying to be funny no i didn't hate totally. them i just like it just it's it's a, a lot of annoying loud sounds yeah well you're friends with me so. oh the dating games song was incredible the oh one, yeah 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 that was Which amazing was at the end when they just are, lyrically you go on a journey where yeah. they get into a fight it's one them. of those things where like do you ever like think about like are bands friends like when they're when they're not on tour like do they call each other and I just imagine like Violent J and Shaggy too dope like out of makeup like in a backyard with their kids like playing together and they're smoking cigars and they're barbecuing and he's like so how's uh how's Mrs. Too dope you know things are pretty good <laughs> but that's why like songs like that it's uh, like. Are, are why I think that they are aware of everything that they're doing. I feel like they went, I feel like miracles happened and is a, and is like a Christian thing because they thought it would be funny to convince everybody that they're Christian. I think you're reading into it too hard. And do, I think I, that the, that's like saying like kid rock thought it'd be funny to go to the white house without realizing like also he fucking is a awful, crazy Republican douchehole you know what i mean like there's some funniness into it for sure but that's like tip of the iceberg you know the bottom layer of it all is just these are just fucking weird dudes who spray soda and dress like clowns i don't exactly (laughs) the rap clowns i want to marry them i don't think i want i want to be eiffel tower like what's eiffel tower you can't because you're not you're not a large woman. <laughs> Who says Sam isn't a large woman? I can be a large How woman dare you? if I want to be a large woman. Favorite songs? That's true. Uh, the ones with the rap 
I like the ones the one with rap clowns. I like the ones that were insane, but also clown. I like, but the, not the ones that were posse. No, yeah, no. I like the ones where they said "fuck you." I like the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I like the ones uh, when they would talk about um, stinky butts. <laughs> no, okay. Best song on the album is Hocus Pocus. Um, I think. I really liked How Many Times. That's like the sad one that has him talking about being in traffic. Yeah, I loved How Many Times. Yeah. How Many Times I love uh, what? Say, Fuck you. Yeah. What is it? What is a juggalo is incredible. Yeah, that's great. That's a juggalo 101 just teaching us. It's like beat poetry. Yeah, I love it. It's so funny. Um, I love uh, what is, uh, and then the dating game. Yeah, the 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 netting game. I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know what that means. I hope it's not awful. Sorry if that's. Um, I really like <laughs> Hallelujah, which is actually okay to add on to the like, the thing about them being Christian but not Christian. Is I like that they made a whole song like that's, um, that's about the excesses of the church and like how the church takes money from people um because that's the whole song where they're basically being like you know a corrupt pastor like for eight thousand dollars will heal your soul i thought that was really did you pull i like Boogie. did you pull out your did you pull out your star of david because you've been talking about the christian church too much no i've had i've had it i've had it out this whole time it it wards off evil spirits um yeah (laughs) it it wards off the great (laughs) malay Just a clown Baba Duke. Yeah. What is Malenko? Again, Violent J in... said it he thought it's he it's the name of a it's the last name of a wrestler, of an old wrestler. Oh. And he thought it sounded carnivaly, and so he just took it. Oh, it's literally just the name of some wrestler. It's just someone's last it's name. It's made up and he made it and it's an invented character for the guy who the like, great Malenko. The great Malenko is the fourth Joker's card in the Insane Clown Posse's Dark Carnival concept album series. The Dark Carnival is a concept of the afterlife in which souls are sent to a form of limbo while waiting to be sent to heaven or hell based on their individual actions. These concepts are related by Insane Clown Posse in a series of songs called the Six Joker's Cards. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Who let the dogs? I'm sorry. We. I just don't want to read. We've read so much Wikipedia into the mic. This episode. That's fair. Until I, I come ribbons into <laughs> ribbons. my fucking empty can of Fago that I will then lap up because I worship the the rap clowns who I originally thought were from Florida, but they're from Detroit. You need to take Detroit is freshwater. You Florida. need to take the Fago cum and pour it on a pair of underwear and then eat it. That's how you have to drink it. Did you say uh, underwear? Underwear. 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 <laughs> oh. Pour it on my nutsack and lap it. Is this too much? Drew just put his hand, <laughs> his head in his hands. I thought you were gonna say Drew just put his hand in his butt. I, I, you know what it is. I'm, I'm taking after them after the insane clown posse, which is. Oh like, my god! I, I got, I, I got bored, and so I decided to be disgusting. Yeah, I just, I, I, got, I got bored, so, so I'm like, I'm gonna be fucking revolting. That's exactly that's what, what I'm. But yeah. and that's why I connect with them. 
it, I think that like in fuck in me. insane clown posse has songwriting rules like Chekhov's gun. You know, like they have these things, and I think it's asses are for kicking, butts are for licking. Yes. We listen to the album with that in your head, and, and you'll know nuts are for everything. Nuts are for everything. Oh my god! This put it all in a brand new light, you guys. <laughs> you guys, wow! What a new experience. <laughs> You're a fucking genius and you cracked the code, man. You fucking I did you it! You fucking cracked the code. I didn't know what was going on with this album until Drew Kaufman broke it down <laughs> beat by beat, track by track, fucking thesis, exam final, research paper. Motherfucker, I am currently sucking Violet J's nutsack in the back of a van. I am... But chugging Fago, and I am going to die tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. Great. And you guys, too, can butt chug Fago, suck Violent J's dick, and listen to Drew Kaufman. <laughs> read, read Wikipedia if you subscribe to our new audience, to our new podcast. Only $9.99 a month. You'll get a new Violent J dick and... <laughs> I can't keep going with this. Dude, follow me on Live Journal. I'm going to be writing all about my asshole being painted like a fucking clown. My asshole's going to rap for nine minutes. I'm a fucking star. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just, been like it's been like two toilet. hours. We've been talking for like fucking two hours, and we used to live together. This is just. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so I'm so over. Drew, leave <laughs> this in. I'm also I'm probably I have I I've uh I I got a cold during this episode. <laughs> oh fuck! I need to take three showers. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's it. Let's do plugs. <laughs> so anti. Uh, I'm Sam Nolman. Uh, my Twitter's at Samuel Nolman. I don't really go on it. Uh, Pizza Time is our sketch group. Me and Drew. Uh. Pizza Time. Jordan Burped. Um, what new else? Sketch, I'll new be sketch soon. Uh, yeah, well, we have a new sketch coming out soon. Um, Drew sucks my dick in it. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> man. Spoiler alert. Um, you can find me at the Food for Less <laughs> in the ramen aisle because I am over. You can ask people to Venmo you money. That Katie does that. Where, is someone gonna do that? I only one way to find out. Plug away. Okay, if someone wants to Venmo me, because I will use it to buy Fago online because it's doesn't exist in LA. What's my Venmo name? Hold on, everyone. This is important. Riveting. Plugs. Riveting. Um, hey, guys. This oh, is my Venmo name. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! I fucking love you guys. At Sam Dash Nolman, N U L M A N. N is in Nancy, U L M is in Mary, A N is in Nancy, Sam Dash Nolman. How did you not know that was your Venmo? These guys are my best friends in the world. And I just want to say how grateful I am 
to be on their <laughs> podcast. They let me that they have a podcast and put me on it. Plug Dude, the Patreon. Plug the Patreon. Oh, uh, the Patreon I believe is at Little Metal Boys. <laughs> No, not really. Hey, what's up? This is Drew Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Tool the Band. You can add me on Instagram at Tool's new album. You can Venmo me at Maynard. Did some bad stuff. Google it. Um, uh, buy my prints. I have photos for sale. Jordan? Uh, you can follow uh, me on Instagram at shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're done. Goodbye. <laughs>